gorgeous. Welcome to Give Them Lala. I've been hanging out with Heather McDonald. I was going to say, I could tell that was way more Heather McDonald. And every and time I, I see it. her, I go, it's juicy scoop. <laughs> Ooh, juicy. I, I plug her podcast so much on this. I wish she would plug mine. <laughs> she has way more listeners. You hear that, Heather? <laughs> no, anyway. Um, okay, I have, I have a funny story. Okay, tell Before us. we get the podcast popping. Or is this story going to get the podcast popping? This story may make you sick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Before we get the podcast popping. So the other night, I decide to take the dogs and Ocean to go get a pizza. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. We walk there. We eat there on the way back. And we're there for like 45 minutes, right? And as we're like maneuvering through the joint, the pizza joint, like my mom's holding the dogs. They're getting like all tangled up. It's just like it's starting to turn into a hot mess. Okay. <laughs> like my mom's running into people trying to get the dogs untangled. I'm like hitting curbs with Ocean's freaking stroller. <laughs> like where it's just like time to get home. Okay. We are walking down the street and all of a sudden and met the strollers behind Lily. And Lily just starts projectile shitting (laughs) all over the sidewalk right where the bus stop is thank god no one's there but i tell my mom i'm like mom stop she's kind of dragging lily like not realizing okay and i look at her and i'm like and i have a milkshake in my hand and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna be sick so i park ocean (laughs) as safely as i can (laughs) To immediately, I just start vomiting all over my shoes. Oh, you actually got sick. I got very sick just coming through my nose. What? It made me ill. So the, sh- the hurt Lily shitting made you vomit. So now Lily's shitting and you're vomiting. Lily's shitting. I'm <laughs> vomiting. My mom realizes she has one poop bag. She, My mom's going through the trash with her bare hands oh. trying to find something to like clean up the rest of the mess or cover it up. Oh. And Ocean is just staring me dead in my eyes. <laughs> She's like, Mom, what's going on? It was not. I mean, I wish there would have been a camera. I was just going to say, what would you have done if paparazzi... See, I feel like you, though, if paparazzi or honestly Main just anyone... Post. I was going to say, if anyone caught that, you would have you would have posted it. Of course I would have. <laughs> it was a very proud moment for me. Your but mom's was... going through the garbage yes. to get what? Wait, oh, because she only Anything. had Anything. We only one had one bag. bag. Oh, and she was, yeah. See, we it... were concerned, you know, yeah. people arriving to get on the bus. There's vomit on one, <laughs> like, by the bench, and then there's shit right there. It oh. was repulsive and hilarious, all wrapped into a big shit bow. Do you know what that reminds me of? The scene, kind of, it's the same energy as the scene in Bridesmaids where they're all shitting in it's the exactly bathroom. exactly what it was. <laughs> it's exactly what it was. Shitting and vomiting. That, yes. I know. It's all so gross. I'm so sorry, you guys. I had oh, to share it with you, though. That's And then wonderful. that night, mm-hmm. my mom is watching TV and a trailer for a movie pops up and she goes, Oh my gosh, I've been wanting to see this. It's with Dwarf from <laughs> Harry Potter. And I go, <gasps> like Dumbledore? Dwarf. Dwarf. I love that. It was that. just like a really sweet night. <laughs> Girl time just filled with, I mean, I thought it was hysterical. So anyway, that happened. I'm That's good. sorry for anybody who has a weak stomach. Clearly I do. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, that's funny. That should have been... Listen, I'm glad it wasn't captured on camera, but if it was, yeah, that would have been pretty iconic. It would have been iconic. So what's happened since last week's episode is mm-hmm. I obviously did hear the slap heard around the world. You heard about it more. Right? I watched it. I oh, you say. watched it. Yes. After she I hadn't. heard about yes. it. Okay. When when we did the podcast last week, I still hadn't seen it. Mm-hmm. Now I've seen it. And I feel like when I'm... The next question I'm going to ask when, like, I go on a date mm-hmm. is, like, what side are you on? Will or Chris? Yes. Mm. Because 
I follow a lot. Well, not follow, but like my explore page is very all over the place. Okay. Like it's just there's like puppies. Then there's like praise Jesus. Then there's like, oh, my gosh. Remember Tupac's song back in blah, blah, blah. So you've fallen off since. There's like a supermodel. So my explore page is full of like all different kinds of stuff. And when I was on my explore page, Mm -hmm. I was seeing that there were a lot of people that were condoning Will Smith smacking Chris Rock. Okay. And that shocked me okay because i just don't feel like you can put your hands on people Mm, mm -hmm. there was one comment that was like so what now now when someone says something you're not allowed to smack them and put them in check and i was like that's not just like now this Mm -hmm. is how it's always been like what do you mean Like, Mm -hmm. no, you can fight words with other words. Mm -hmm. And if you're not good at that, then I suggest you go get good at it because you cannot touch somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and stand up comedians. I saw a few, which I'm sure you did, who said, um, oh, great. Now I'm going to that opens it up for I'm at my comedy show. I make a joke that might be offensive and someone can come up and slap me in the face if they're offended by it. No. Like what? I know. I don't. I don't like it. So that's like. And by the way, I'm okay with the answer. Chris Rock maybe shouldn't be making jokes like that. Mm-hmm. Whether he wrote the joke, whether it was ad-libbed, whoever's fault it was, doesn't matter. Like, shouldn't have been done. But, like, on the flip side, you can't put your hands on people. Like, this is right. not a complicated, we need to deep dive into the details. Like, yeah. no, you can't fucking hit anybody. There, yeah. There's, like, there's no gray area. That, to me, is so frustrating. And there are like, I hate, I usually hate when people say this, but it's true. There's like families watching the Oscars and little kids. And that's like not the greatest thing There's to see. There's a lot see. of kids that look up to Will Smith. Yeah. Now they're seeing him smack the shit out of people. Yeah. Yeah. Not cool. I know. Wait, I'm going to quickly go back to, so you said your explore page on Instagram because it was a couple months ago or you said on the podcast you are cu- you curate your explore page to be just animals. So have, have you fallen off doing that? I always fall off doing that. <laughs> I always fall off. I see yeah. one picture of Kim K's ass and, and I go on. into a fucking <laughs> deep dive. Okay, okay. Okay, that makes you know, sense. Yeah. That or makes I sense. type in Kylie Jenner to my, you know, search bar yeah. and then I'm fucked. <laughs> That's so true. It's so sensitive. It's, it's so, so sensitive. sensitive. Yeah. So, but there's a lot of, on my explore page about like God and narcissists right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And I may or may not have read some inspirational quote the other day. Yeah. The other day, meaning last night, that was like all about like God's timing and whatever. And they're like, if you be- if you believe in this, write amen. And I like went into the fucking. Wrote- <laughs> I was like, amen. <laughs> You made a rogue comment. You guys, yes. rogue comments are so hilarious and wild to me. When I'm just scrolling through innocently a random page and I see someone I know or follow make a comment, I'm like, yes, girl or guy. Not to anyone. They don't tag anyone. They're just like, I want you to know I saw this. Amen. And Lala did comment. it. A rogue comment. Kyle's done it before and I'm like, what the hell? I'm humiliated. I call him out all the time. Like, what the hell is this? What are you doing? Well, I think it's hilarious. I know, but what's more hilarious? The fact that you're looking like, how are you coming in yeah, contact? Yeah, that's what he thing. said. He's yeah. like, what are, you, what are you scrolling? What are you? Why are you just looking at random comments? And I'm like, why are you making random comments? Because <laughs> we're proud. <laughs> I love the amen, though. I think Kyle's last comment was like, it was like on a meme page and it was about women and like girls. It was funny. And then his comment was like, because we're sick and tired of your shit. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And he was like, it was funny. I thought it was a funny joke. <laughs> like, this is hilarious. I but know, amen I'm, is a good rogue comment. They said, if you believe in this, <laughs> write amen. So I just followed the instructions. Oh, and by the way, I was reading the other comments and I'm yeah. like, no. Yeah. They told you if you agree, you write amen. <laughs> That's very They didn't say write a heart yeah. or post an emoji heart. They didn't say comment your thoughts. Yeah. You just write amen if you agree. You guys, that's very grandma Facebook energy of like, share this or seven people will die. And then I see on my grandma's wallet, share, share this if you believe in Jesus Christ. And she shares it. And I'm like, Graham, you don't actually have to. (laughs) But I love it. 
Because no one will believe that you believe in Jesus Christ if you don't if share you don't it with share people. Or comment, amen. Or comment, amen. 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 So on that note, besides making rogue comments, how has how was your weekend? What did you do? My this weekend, weekend was really fun. What yeah. did I even do? Oh, I played with the Guzbins. Fun. Naturally. Okay. We did a hike. We got centered. I watched a lot of Real Housewives of Orange County. Okay. Um, it was like a it was like a mental health weekend. I love a mental health weekend. Wait, Real Housewives, did you see the Dubai trailer? The Dubai trailer gave me all the life in the world. Chills. And I'm like, you know me, I try and keep up with Housewives, but it's hard for me. And I saw that and like the sand and I was like, <gasps> no, oh my gosh. I know. Like chills all over my body. Yeah. And that's going to Bravo. I don't think it's on Peacock, oh, right? It is? I don't know. I think Google. it's on Bravo. I know that um, Housewives of Miami is about to start production as well. Oh my god! So that's huge. Beverly Hills is coming back in May. I think the trailer is about to come out. You have to know every time. So like the ones that I'm watching now, Miami came to an end and I was like, shit. Mm -hmm. Now because I get into the zone of being so excited because then my like Sundays and Wednesdays are filled with Housewives. Yes. And Bravo. so when. Yep, see, Dubai is on Bravo. Yeah, Dubai is on When Bravo. one comes to an end, I mm -hmm. go into panic mode. Okay. And I'm like, no, no, no. I got to have two going at once. Yeah. So now I have something to look forward to. Jersey, see, I was ha like, Jersey now filled in for Miami. Okay. Okay, I see you know? that. And then those are going to start wrapping up. So you always want two going on at once. I mean, I'd prefer three. <laughs> For three, is like four a lot? Do they ever air? I don't think four they. No, once? they never no. have. And usually, it's like the tail end of one of them. Yeah, and then you're getting into like a third one because there's always two on at once. Mm, okay, that makes sense. I'm going to let you in on a little tiny secret. I am not a cook. Okay, so that's not really a secret, but I do have a secret weapon when it comes to the kitchen. Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals are always fresh, never frozen. They get delivered right to your door, and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. I've also become a big fan of their add-ons, snacks, and smoothies. Ocean loves the pancakes. I pretty much get those and the mango smoothies in every single Factor delivery. But Factor has you covered no matter how and what you're eating. Keto, calorie smart, protein plus, or vegan and veggie. The weekly menu has 35 options, including gourmet meals like filet mignon and shrimp, there's no prepping, cooking, or even cleaning up. You just heat it up and then eat right out of the factor packaging. So easy. You can customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can also pause and reschedule deliveries. So head to factormeals.com slash Lala50 and use code Lala50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Lala50 at factormeals.com slash Lala50 to get 50% off your first box Plus, 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Give Them Lala is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and at times we keep carrying them around rather than processing them and letting them go. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off of your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy from BetterHelp is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GTL today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GTL. Okay, so do you want to hear something crazy? What? The show? I have never seen an entire episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Stop. Never a full one. Wait, I need to know why though. Do you check out early? Is it boring to you? Or what are they too long? What's the reason? Because that's interesting. It just doesn't keep my attention. Mm. You know? Yeah. Not enough drama? 
I think they're extremely interesting to look at and like mm-hmm. obviously like I'm into it. Like I want to know everything. Like they're works of art. Like them as people, right? Yeah. But like when I'm watching a reality TV show, like I'm trying to have you fucking scream at each other yeah. once in a while. Like I don't want to sit here and like talk about, oh my God, we're like so famous. And like that, let's yeah. talk about it while eating yeah. this salad. <laughs> <laughs> while shaking our salads and being like, yeah. you know? And I'm yeah. like, I'm sure I'm like one in a billion who like has never seen a full episode, right? Do you plan on seeing a full episode with this new season? That's the thing is every time the trailer comes out, I'm like, oh, my God. OK, I'm watching. And then I do it and I'm like, you packed the interesting shit into the trailer. So I've seen it all, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, they're different than the housewives energy. I love watching the Kardashians, but it's like for weird reasons. It's like, oh, damn, you make the sweatpants look like you could wear them out. But you do that for me, too. And then I'm like, oh, you're drinking this cool tea that now I want to, like, Google it. And, like, oh, your makeup and just different. Oh, what are you using? Like, that's a cool sound system. Oh, let me see the inside of your house. Oh, interesting. Because I wasn't interested in the beginning seasons of Kardashians. This is probably, like, rude or whatever to say, but it's shallow. But then they started getting more successful and got like the bigger houses. And then I was like into it. I think that was most people. Yeah. People like watching other people be really fucking rich. Yes. Which is housewives, which is why. But see, I feel like it's not like it's not a level of success that you that's like that's not reachable. I mean, some of them, obviously, you watch Heather DeBro and it's like, okay, I'm never going to be able to afford a 40 million dollar home. Right. But, like, I I don't like watching that stuff. That's interesting. It I'm, just doesn't interest me. Right. I'm curious if you will. I heard and read that this new season of Kardashians is more tailored. I heard it's less documentary style. Or maybe it's more documentary style. Either way, I heard it's different from when it was on E! So I'm curious if you'll watch it. I'm curious if you'll like it. Or for the first time ever, watch a whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I'm going to try. You're going to try? Yeah. You're going to give it a chance? Because the trailer looked bomb. Yeah. And like they're all in such like strange places. They are. Like Kim's <laughs> like with this Pete Davidson. It's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I know. I know. And then courting with Travis. Wow. Yes. That whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then like. Kylie Jenner is just giving birth to another baby. I know that she that she named Wolf and then decided n- and not then anymore. <laughs> like it's like so strange. I love it all. Yeah. See, so why do I love it all, but I can't watch it? It's just something about the show. I bet it's like, there are shows that I want to love so bad, and yeah. I can't. I cannot sit through them. I just can't. There's something about them that I'm just like, I tune out. Different stuff like that. So I mean, I tune most shit out <laughs> that's why i have you because i will like be on a meeting and i look at jess after we hang up i'm like what did they even say but see lala you tell her once and she's all in start repeating yourself and it's like she's got other shit to do that, and that is makes my sense. worst pet peeve yeah okay when we're on a phone call and mm. it's like we're sitting there for 15 minutes i'm like we're we're on repeater we're yeah. on repeater we could have spent the last 10 minutes of this phone call executing the damn thing. Yes. And now we're just and and you're like me and where I am not a big fan of talkers like you'll see like Lala will be on will be on meetings or phone calls and there's people who will like promise and be like and we could do this and that and this and that and then a couple weeks go by and Lala's like I don't she's just not a fan of talkers. No. I'm a fan of doers. I'm a fan of doers yeah. too. And I also don't like how we got from Kardashian <laughs> to this conversation. I have no idea. It's fun. I also am not the type of person where if even if I have a conversation and it sounds great, even if like a deal is signed, mm-hmm. I don't count on it until the work has been done and money has been transferred. Yes. That is me. Yes. That is me. And I'm also not someone in this. You might not be able to relate to this. I don't know, though. I have a lot of friends who will post things on socials. Big things happening. Can't say anything about it yet, but just know it's huge. I have a friend like that. You do? I have so many. And I love them to death. But I'm also like, I would never. I'm the kind of person that like 
giant things could be happening and you're not going to know until an article and deadline is released or something. Correct. And that's yes. what I like. And I feel like you're that same energy. But there have been thing. times, though, where my friends have been like, why did you not tell us that like this was happening? It was like when I started Give Them Lala Beauty and we yeah. launched and my friends were like, you just been worried like and you didn't tell us. And I'm like, because what if it like never came to fruition? Yeah. Then what? Then you ask me every day, like, when's that happening? And yep. I have to tell you that it's not. Yes. Then that puts me. It's like not about me not wanting to share with you. Mm hmm. It's me not wanting to have to explain why it's not happening if it doesn't happen. I totally agree. Much cooler to have everyone chilling and then some big Bam. thing is released. I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. And I also don't, wouldn't want to be that person who then, well, then when I tell you if I were to be that way and it didn't happen, then I tell you again, like, oh, but I'm working on this. And your reaction, or at least I think it's like, mm, but are you, it, are you actually? No, I literally have a friend like that. Yeah. You're like, okay, but last time it didn't happen. Where all of these yeah. great things are supposed to be happening and then they still talk about it and I'm like, mm. nothing's happening. Yeah. Put it to bed. Interesting. 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 We have a really sexy and inspiring female on the podcast today. Her name is Katie Austin. You may have heard of her. And she's going to be in Sports Illustrated. In May, she got Rookie of the Year. Wow. I'm super excited to talk to her. <laughs> but before we have her on, Jess, do we have voicemails? Yes, we do. Hey, Lala. Um, I just want to say that you are a boss, badass bitch, and such an example to women everywhere with how you've handled the entire situation with he who will not be named because he doesn't even deserve his name to be rolling off your lips. And you just need to keep your chin up and keep doing you. My question is, let's talk about the iconic gray fuzzy robe that we all need in our lives. And I think it's time, high time, that you spill the tea on who the hell makes your gray robe and whether that's still incorporated into your day-to-day -day routine. Bye. That bathrobe, the gray one, is iconic. Yeah. It, it, and I live in it. And if I didn't have book press today for Give Them Lala, by the way, national bestseller paperback is out April 12th. Yeah. If I didn't have live book press today, I would still be in it. <laughs> That's true. I get them at Bed Bath & Beyond. But I have to say, because I am a fuzzy bathrobe connoisseur give them lala beauty will have its own bathrobe coming out very soon and i've added a hoodie to it oh my god i know because the iconic gray bathrobe i'm like this would be so much more lit mm -hmm. if it had a hood so this bathrobe that give them lala beauty is going to have is going to be so cute, so cozy. I hand-picked that fucking fabric myself. I know. You went. You put a lot of thought into that, too. I'm like, damn, this is a robe. And she's like back and forth with yes. the notes. <laughs> this is a robe, and we live in these because I'm going to be in it I know. 23 hours a day. <laughs> and usually, you guys, even if she is doing press, it's like off to the side. It's very close by. So it can be thrown back I on. love my bathrobes. <laughs> so yeah, this one's going to have a hood and I'm super excited about it. Next voicemail. Hi, Lala. My name is Josie. I am calling from South Carolina. I know we are not on your stop for the tour, but I was wondering if you are going to be selling like video version of it or if we can tune in live, um, if that's even an option, because I know we can't travel right now, but... I'm sure there's a lot of people who would like to log in and watch your tour live. Um, be great to hear from you. Thanks. I like this question. I feel like because the tour that we're doing this round is, it's kind of like we're dipping our toe in the water. We're going to see how it goes. We're going to see if people enjoy it. We're going to see if I enjoy it because mm -hmm. it's new territory for me. I've never been on a tour or done like a live show ever mm -hmm. so we got to see if like 
all parties involved even like it. Mm. I definitely will have a lot of BTS from the tour. Mm-hmm. But say it goes well, then I'm going to be adding a ton of dates where we're going to, you know, travel all over the United States. So I definitely don't want to post the entire tour. Because then you're giving stuff away. Yeah. Yeah. Just like if we decide that we want to, you know, keep it moving and do like a lot of different cities, then I want people to really not know what to expect. So I think behind the scenes is the way to go. I love that. Don't you think? Oh, yeah, 100%. And, like, behind-the-scenes for you content that I'm really going to be trying to capture, like, you before your very first show. Oh, my God. I know. You're going to be, like, up and down, and and I'm going to try and capture it all. Do you think I'll cry the first time I go onto, like, a stage and see people? Yeah. And if it's not, if you don't cry on stage, it's going to either be before of excitement or after of, like, holy shit, that was incredible. All these people came on to see me. It's like Irvine sold out. Nashville sold out. A lot of cities are like very close to being sold out, if not already sold out by the time this comes out. So I think you'll cry. Well, I cried at the book signing. You did. Yes. When you see people who show up to support you and Mm -hmm. like you're kind of unsure why, Mm -hmm. like they don't, they don't know you. Mm -hmm. You know, like when I say they don't know you, they don't owe me anything is mm-hmm. what I should say. Yeah. Because we do know each other. Like we bond over social media. Like it's just a different day and age where you can know people without mm-hmm. like actually seeing them and hanging out with them every day. Yeah. So to see people show up for me who don't owe me anything, that may, that like triggers so many emotions in me. Triggered right. in the best way possible. Where I'm right. like, holy shit. That's so. And then when you do... I guess this is technically a teaser, but when you do like audience Q&A with them, I think it'll be with the the guests who come out for the tour, not guests, but the audience. I think it'll be really interesting because from what I saw at your book signing and just what I see on socials, yeah, you give certain people different things like one person is like, you're a badass bitch and I love that you stand up for yourself and confidence. <laughs> and then the other person's like, what you went through this year gave me courage and like another. So it's just going to be interesting because I think you give certain people a bunch of different things that I think, you you know, you say, well, what do I give to you or whatever you just said? And I think it's different for everyone. Right. I'm kissing her ass again, you guys. You're welcome. You can't silence me. I don't feel like it's kiss ass. <laughs> I feel like I, I don't at all. That's no. why I still do it. But because people are it's, so, so strange. I'm just speaking the truth, my friends. Yeah. Yeah, but what do you... I exactly. Don't, I think it's you, just true. <laughs> I'm just speaking the truth. Can I tell you, though, we... What? Before I forget, we should definitely have tissues on stage. Oh, 100%. Because if I do cry, like, yeah. I don't want to be sitting there fanning my face trying to, That's like... That's true. Pull it together. I want to be Tissues to, on stage. Tissues yes. backstage. <laughs> tissues everywhere. <laughs> tissues everywhere. Love those voicemails. My husband has just arrived in the building. <laughs> And when we come back, I love a good husband. Whenever he texts me and he's like, want to hang? I'm like, sure, come chill while I podcast. (laughs) When we come back, we have Katie Austin. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. We are back with someone that I'm so intimidated by. We have Katie Austin on the podcast. What's up, boo? Hi, how are you? I'm so excited to be on. I'm so excited to have you. And like, oh my gosh, like everything about you is just amazing and beautiful from the inside out. Thank you. I appreciate that. I hope you don't mean intimidated by like a workout sense or anything like that. Well, don't even get me started on that because I will tell you what I fell off of the workout game like when I was put on bed rest for my daughter. And then I'm the type of person where you give me one day off and I'm like, we're off the schedule. We have to like start from scratch. So you give me nine months off and we're really off. 
I mean, by the way, you have to obviously give your body a rest, listen to your body and don't be too hard on yourself. I will say the hardest thing is just starting and getting back into that routine. But once you start that rhythm that you find, it becomes easier and easier and not starting with anything like too crazy or too intense when you're back at it. It's just like starting with like a 10 minute walk a day or nothing too intimidating. You know, I feel like starting is definitely the hardest part. But once you start going and you realize like 10, 15 minutes is sometimes all you need to feel better and you just feel so much better just after that short period of time, it changes the entire mindset about your workout. No, you're so right. Because if you give me like a week straight, I like can't live without it. And I'm excited to go and do my thing. So before we get into everything, I just want you to give my listeners Katie. Give them Katie. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I can go on for quite a while, but I'll give you the short spiel. Basically, I'm from the East Coast, but went to USC on a lacrosse scholarship. So I was a divisional athlete. After I moved on from college sports, I became a sports host because I studied broadcast. I was on Fox Sports West. I've done the Super Bowl. I've done the NBA Awards. I went to the NBA for a little while. And then, you know, 2020 hit and um, I started to focus more on in-home workouts. I always really have. My background um, was fitness growing up. My mom is Denise Austin. I don't know if you ever heard of her, but she had her own show on ESPN and Lifetime for 26 years. She was like the longest standing fitness show. So I have kind of been in the industry for quite a while, but it wasn't until like the last two, three years that I've really like taken it up as my business per se, like a full-time career of being an influencer, having my own workout app, um, and now having my own show, my own Snapchat show. And recently... I'm most excited about being a sports illustrator and swimsuit rookie. I just got the news a few months ago and shot my looks and everything in Europe this year. So that was really exciting and kind of a dream of mine. So a few different hats that I wear as a career, but um, I would consider myself all in all like a fitness personality is what I like to call myself. Okay. So you you grew up in the fitness world and then you just dropped some like I'm just in Sports Illustrated, but no big deal. <laughs> like what was that like? Were you intimidated? Were you excited? Like about about going and shooting for Sports Illustrated? Yeah, it's still surreal to me. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's a really crazy feeling. And I think it's going to become more real. I obviously already shot it. And that was really real. Like being there with a 20 person team and MJ Day directing you and like showing you the photos. Obviously, it's still real to me. But when I like open that magazine in May, I think it's going to be even just like more surreal. Like, holy shit, I actually did this. I actually went through an entire process and I've tried out since 2017. So hopefully that just inspires people out there. If you don't get it the first time, I know in like our industry, we get so many no's. And so I really hope that inspires you. Just don't take that no and be like, okay, shoot, can't do it. Take that no and be extra motivated and keep trying again because don't give up on something that you think that you actually can do and you dream about. And so for me, I was an athlete my entire life growing up and I always wanted to be in Sports Illustrated as an athlete and showing like strong bodies and, you know, fitness bodies. And so I auditioned for that purpose that like I think strong is sexy and showing girls that you don't have to be a real model. Like I don't have a modeling agency. I'm not a model. My first big shoot, literally I finished rapping for SI Swimsuit And the interview question was, so what, when was your first big shoot that you're like, damn, you made it. And I would go literally right now. I've never really shot anything like this before. Like right now. And they're like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah. What a great answer though. (laughs) Yeah. You know, because when you hear things like that, where, you know, it's like, I mean, I know where I am right now, but do you guys know where we are? Like, what do you mean? What's my biggest shoot where I knew I made it? This is Sports Illustrated. Yeah, absolutely. And like my biggest modeling shoot, you know, for me, I am not a model with no agent. And so I also wanted to inspire girls that like, you don't need to fit in a certain in quote stereotype to do what you want. You know, I think the industry is changing so much and I'm really, you know, happy that it is. Um, and it's, it's great for the every type of girl, the normal girl. I like calling myself a normal girl. Um, and I know sometimes the word normal isn't like a good thing to say about yourself, but I'm saying it in a really positive way to inspire girls that like you can be the normal girl and do it all and be in Sports Illustrated. And so I'm really, really freaking excited for May. I mean, I'm so excited for you and you should be very proud. And I know that you are. When did your fitness app like get on and pop in? Because that's no, like that's hard to do. And the app world is very intense, especially I'm sure with what you do, where it's like everyone's very into fitness. Like 
What is the app called? When did it start? And what can people expect from it? So I actually started my first fitness app in college my senior year. And I had a student build it for me. And it was God awful. (laughs) And I literally lost so much money. It was all my life, like my own savings, everything. And after I graduated, I knew I wanted to create a fitness app. Um, You know, I I love doing in-home workouts. And that's kind of my background with my mom. But at the same time, of what, five years ago, I guess, like all apps were like $100,000 to build this, like 200K. And I was like, don't have that at all. I'm not taking a penny from my parents. And so I actually started it. I like white labeled an app. I did it all myself. I'm like kind of a one person team, honestly. I have an assistant now, but like I really do everything myself. I film, edit, um, I put the videos up. And so it's kind of like a very homemade app, but I kind of like it that feel because it feels like real. It's me, it's authentic. I'm the one returning customer service emails. And so the business is, it's, uh, it's a lot of work, but, um, you can expect like really accessible workouts for girls. It's only, you know, $10 a month. And I wanted to bring girls like a ton of different variety of workouts so they can feel their best self at home and like they don't need a gym membership. So that's really the whole point of it. I mean, I love that, especially now that I have a kid. I'm like, tell me what I can do in my home so that I don't have to leave. And, What would you say like things people should have in their home to accomplish a stellar workout? Is it like bands? Is it a workout ball or whatever you call it? Like what should people have? I mean, you really don't need anything. I'll say that. Like I have have a lot of body weight workouts. I really do. And um, my mom always says, your muscles don't know if you're in a fancy gym or in your living room. And I like, I love that quote so much. She's so cliche, but it's so true. No, but it is so true. Yeah. And, and, you know, for a mom like you, like 10 to 15 minutes here and there really does add up. I will say one of my favorite pieces of equipment though, obviously I love a band because it weighs nothing. You'll put it in your suitcase, take it anywhere, but ankle weights. I think ankle weights are so amazing because if you're at your work desk, you can just actually put them on your wrist and do some nice like chest openers, some arm circles. Or if you're like on a conference call, put them around your ankles and do some leg lifts. So like little things really do add up throughout the day. Even if you don't want to break a sweat that day, or even if you don't have 30 whole minutes, just little things on your conference call waiting for your water to boil or like, you know, watching your child or anything. I think ankle weights are a great addition if you're going to get one piece of equipment. You know what? I love your outlook on fitness. Thank you. You don't. It's very fresh. There's not many people who have your approach. And I think it's very refreshing. So thank you. Thank you. And I think if you know me in real life, you know how um, I hate the word balanced, but balanced I am. I drink a lot of alcohol. I work out for 30 minutes a day, five times a week. I'm not like one of those crazy fitness professionals because it's just not realistic for my lifestyle. And so like as a, you know, a working girl too, who is in their twenties and wants to have a social life, I don't think you need to work out for an hour every day and like track your macros. I just don't think you need to even step on a scale. It's all just like how you feel on the inside and whatever feels right and not being too hard on yourself and doing something too intimidating. I love that you say all of that. And I also saw that, you know, your other goal is to encourage people to not look at social media and see certain bodies that you like think, oh my gosh, I I wish that I could look like that. Like, how do we, because here I am 31 years old and, you know, I'd be looking at, you know, Kylie Jenner or Hailey Bieber thinking, how do I get that? Right. And at the same time, not to really take down other girls because there's always going to be someone more beautiful and fitter and, you know, skinnier than you at the same time. But you have to realize like you are you and that is your power. Like, plus, if you are working out to attain a certain type of body, you are always going to fail. You have a different bone structure, a different genetics. And, you know, if you, if you're looking at me and you're like, Oh, I'm going to do Katie's workouts to look like Katie. You're never going to get there because every single body is different. So what I eat in a day might not work for you and vice versa. So realizing just to work out for you is the most important first step. You're not working out to look like anyone else for your ex-boyfriend, even though it's great motivation at the same time. You're working out to feel your absolute best self so you can you know, walk into a room with so much confidence, be better in your relationships and be mentally stable, happier. It's all about you and how you feel on the inside. And so I think it's really important to, you know, never compare yourself. Obviously, it's really freaking hard. If you do start to compare yourself, just exit the social media apps. 
look yourself in the mirror and tell you yourself like three amazing things that you love about yourself. It's so it's crazy because it sounds so simple. I know. And I'm telling you, I know when I'm in a funk that I scrolled too much. I'm like you, you took on too many like models pages today because totally. right. And it's and it's hard because social media has everybody tripping no matter what age you're sitting at. And I am the type of person where I walk into the gym and I'm like, I'm getting a Jennifer Lopez ass and no one can tell me otherwise. And it's like, girl, it ain't going to happen. Like, yeah. It's just not. <laughs> it's not going to happen. And I will say this. It's funny you bring it up from social media too. I was just having a conversation last night with my boyfriend about, I feel myself the days that I'm on social media a lot more, the way more heightened my anxiety is crazy. The, like the less I'm on social media, I'm like too busy. I'm like, you know, having fun with my friends or just working, like doing something normal that not on social media, the less anxiety I have. But the days I'm like sitting at home, like just like not doing as much, my anxiety is so heightened because I'm just scrolling for hours. And it's so messed up. No, it is. Okay. So you have, you have a boyfriend. Is he in the fitness world as well? Or like, how do you balance that? No. And thank God he's not in the fitness industry. I don't think I could (laughs) ever do that. Um, yeah. Uh, he loves to work out though. We like to work out together. We actually just moved in together. Um, not just, I guess six months ago. I mean, that's kind of just, yeah. Yeah. It feels really new still. It feels like we've been living together for like eight years, but like a week at the same time. I don't, it's like a weird la la land, no pun intended. <laughs> and um, so yeah, we just moved in together. He's amazing. He has a commercial real estate finance job. And so he does not understand social media. He doesn't even post on Instagram. And so that is the exact way I want it to be. Right. Because I mean, you being in the fitness industry with, you know, your dad being in the sports world, your mom in fitness, like, that's a lot of fitness. If you found someone who to date that's in that world as well. Like it sounds like, again, you practice balance. Totally. And yeah, and setting boundaries too. And, you know, I used to date someone, an athlete and him also having like an Instagram following and caring about what he's posting. And it wasn't good for my mental health because you have two creators and two people, I guess, in the spotlight per se. And so dating someone who is totally out of it, and who just doesn't care about social media because he understands it's not real life has been like so much better for my mental health. So I'm very, very lucky I have him. And plus, like, like yesterday, I posted a photo with like another guy. And like, I got all these DMs be like, this is so disrespectful to your boyfriend. Like, does he care? Does he get jealous? I'm like, no, he doesn't give a shit. He knows this is social media. It's, it's not real. Right. It's fake. Yeah. No one gets that yet. You try to explain to people that it's not real. Yeah. And then <laughs> I'm like, it's it. not real. And then people come after me being like, oh, so you're not real. And I'm like, okay, just stop. <laughs> you just have to disengage with the trolls. Yeah. But at least they're coming to your page. They're probably doing your workouts while they're trolling you, which is all you can ask for. True. True. How do you deal with trolls? I actually want to know. Like, I feel like it's as I grow, the more hate I get, which I guess is good because people are starting to care. But it's been like really hard on me the last few months. You know what? I, I, I don't always avoid the comment section and DMs, but I try very hard to ignore the, you know, because you have all of these amazing comments. And then for some reason, you just want to respond to the one mean one. And so I try to go through and the ones that are negative, I like I try to envision them just at a really horrible job that they hate and go, you know what? This isn't about me. It's about them. And now I'm going to respond to someone kind. It's so true. I feel like also I, I do the exact same thing. I will, for some reason, get a hundred nice comments and then one mean one. And I will reply to that mean one. And it's kind of neglecting and like disrespectful to the 99 I know that who's so nice so I do need to remember that yes and you definitely because I always think about doing that you know I'm like all of these kind people and I couldn't take time to like respond to their sweetness but I could respond to this like person who's soul sucking how does that make sense no it doesn't at all and then what is your what is your show about my show um we actually just started season two so I have two shows. Congratulations. Actually. Thank you. I'm really excited. So 50 episodes. Uh, my show is really just like interviewing anyone and, and everyone. I'd love to have you on my show too. Anytime. We talk about advice, sometimes like sex talk, sometimes relationships. Love it. 
um, learning about people's journeys and uh, in their careers as well. And then my Snapchat show, I'm super excited about it. It is called Healthy Hacks. And basically, it's like a three to four minute show. So it's like quick bites of my favorite recipes. So basically, I love to cook at home and I want to show girls how you can cook at home in a healthy way that's very realistic to your lifestyle. So that just got picked up as a Snapchat original show, which is really, really fun for me. You're killing it. You you should be so proud. Like what you're doing is not easy and you're you're doing the damn thing. When you are cooking, do you take into consideration, because I know that you said things need to be realistic for you, whether it's fitness, your job, like everything has to fall into a real realistic place. Yeah. Do you think like we're not, we're cooking things that are, this many calories and we're not going above? Or are you like, I'm cooking what tastes good and that's it? I'm cooking what tastes good and that's it. I would say if you are trying to genuinely lose weight, tracking your calories does really help. But for someone who is just trying to maintain their weight and be healthy, like me, counting calories would just not be good for my mental health. I also will say I have a ballpark knowledge of how much the things I cook, how many calories are in it. So like, I know how much, you know, a, a handful of say almonds or like how much pasta, how many carb grams of carbs in it. So if you have a ballpark knowledge of like how many calories are in certain things you're eating, I would say that really, really does help. But I never, ever focus on that. And that is the number one question, though, that I get like, how many calories does this meal have? And I'm like, I'm not telling you because it does not matter at all. Um, and so I think cooking, you know, with 10 ingredients or less is like really important. And I'm never the type of person who's like, um, you know, using different superfoods or going to air one and getting like the craziest thing in their meal, because a lot of my followers are like, very, you know, not, they're not in LA, they're not going to air one, they have a huge budget to spend. So I would say if I take anything into account, it's like budget, and like how to be healthier with less money. That's so brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) I know when you live in LA for a while, you start, like I'm from Utah, right? But there are certain things out here in LA where I'm like, this is weird. And why am I spending like $20 on it? when it probably doesn't even taste that good. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes you get caught in a bubble where you pay $17 for a smoothie and you actually don't even question it. You're like, oh yeah, of course, it was my smoothie. Like, they told me it was good for me. Like what? Yeah. And I and I sometimes need to, when I go back home to Virginia, I get kind of like humbled and, and I have a really great group of friends who like humble me. who are like, Katie, you live in a bubble. That's not okay. That's not okay. Totally. My mom is the same way. Like when we go grocery shopping, she's like, this is how much milk costs. And I'm like, I don't even think about it. I just get it. And she's like, no, we we need to like take a moment to realize this is not normal. Totally. And I think like my parents actually really help with that too. You know, they never, my mom never bought anything designer. Like we always, we always really lived on a budget truly, even if we didn't need to. So like, I didn't understand, this sounds really crazy, but I didn't understand like the value of like, I guess, wealth until I got to LA, like people fought their money in different ways because I just wasn't from that at all. I guess I was like a very humble family and very humble friends. And um, when you get to LA and people are like flaunting different designer bags and different like things that they have. And it's like, then I understood like the value of like money and wealth. So yeah, it was like a weird transition. That's for sure. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it was weird for me. You know, it's like I knew rich people back home in Utah, but then you get out here and you're like, oh my gosh, it's a little insane and excessive. And then you have me where I'm like, well, now I need 30 designer bags and I don't even know why. I'm just like, wake up. What are we doing? I know. I actually bought my first designer bag this year and I was like, Okay, don't go off in a spiral and buy 10 more because you don't need it I, at all. <laughs> it kind of becomes an addiction. I know. It's like tattoos. I got one finger tattoo and I'm like, damn, I kind of want like five more on my hand. No, babe, you're screwed. I got one tattoo and now I have 12 and I'm like, what am I doing? I have to stop. Yeah, yeah that's me. That's me. <laughs> so where can people find you and follow you and what are the names of your shows and when can we catch a copy of your sports illustrated? Ooh, okay. So everyone can find me at Katie Austin. My biggest platform is actually Snapchat. So if you guys follow me there on Snapchat, what's up? 
Um, then I have my show called Austin AF and Healthy Hacks on Snapchat as well. And then um, my Sports Illustrated swimsuit debut comes out in May. So make sure to get your copy and open the page to me, whatever page that is. I don't even know the photos yet. They have, I I don't know anything. So I, I have chills for you. Thank you. Thank you. It's so, so amazing. Thank you. It's kind of crazy though. Like as soon as the public sees what photos, like I don't know until I go to the grocery store that morning and open it up and to see what it is. Oh, it's going to be like Christmas. I know. I know. I know I'm not going to sleep for like two days before. And like, it's just, it's going to be a crazy feeling. I'm going to, are you going to have a party? Are you going to have like a, a celebration? So the coolest part about, what's happening to me this year is that I actually won rookie with one of my best friends. Oh, we just didn't want to mention that. Yeah. Which is really, really cool. (laughs) That's insane. I know we became like best friends from the whole process and SI, but we've known each other for years. And so we got really close this year. And so we're like best friends winning rookie together. So I think we should throw something, but I don't know if it's like a little weird to throw yourself a party. I'm like hinting at my boyfriend. I'm like, yo, what's up? Do you want to throw a party for us? Like, no, I think you throw the a party for her and she throws one for you. And that's how you get around it. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. I think that's what we're going to do. Girl, if I was doing what you're doing, I would be throwing parties for myself left and right. Do it with no shame in your game. Thank you. I'm going to take that into account and do exactly that. (laughs) You should and feel free to invite me. (laughs) Please come. That'd be so fun. I love it. It was such a pleasure having you on my podcast. I'm so inspired by you. Keep killing the damn game and let's stay in touch. You're amazing. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Bye. You're so welcome. Bye, love. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.